0: Let's not go with 11 forwards and 7 defensemen again. That was something. We talk about whatever that was that the Wild put on the ice against the Kraken today on Locked on Wild. You're Locked on Wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, part of the Lockdown Sports Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And just as a reminder, Lockdown Wild is free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. On today's episode of Lockdown Wild, we recap the clunker against the Seattle Kraken, a very winnable game that the Wilds just did not have anything really that they did well against the Kraken. My name is Seth Topol, your daily Minnesota Wild insider. Today's episode brought to you by betonline.net. Betonline has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. Betonline where the game starts. For nothing. A game that I think if you ask Martin Jones, he would be Pretty excited that the Wild handed him a shutout in this one tonight because I think if you get anything above what the Wild got, you probably win that game 5-4. to four. Uh, Jones was not good from my estimation, didn't track the puck well, and yet only faced 22 shots. And... Had really no problems, save for a couple of shots that he played poorly, for a makeshift Wild lineup, and let's let's back up a second. What did we know coming into this game? We knew that the Wild were shorthanded. What did the Seattle Kraken know coming into this game? That the Wild were shorthanded, and... I think the decision to just go with it and to just go with the 11 forwards, go with the seven defensemen, and just extra shift your top guys and just kind of get through it was a bad decision to start the game. Seattle Kraken had to worry about three players in this one tonight. Kirill Kaprizov. Matt Zuccarello, and Matt Boldy. You take those three out of the equation, you're going to be doing pretty good. And so, extra focus on them. Didn't have to worry about anybody else on that uh, that roster here tonight. So, it's, it's super disappointing and, you know, I understand you're missing all of your physicality all of your size i get that but this wasn't a game i didn't think the seattle kraken played particularly well this was much like the this was much like the los angeles kings game minus the scoring very winnable game and just one that the wild just could not get going for and let's let's talk about the decision to go with 11-7. and seven. Let's start on the defensive side. I understand wanting to get Alex Goligosky in so that if anything were to happen on this road trip that he hasn't been sitting for seven-plus games, but there are guys in front of him that really haven't done anything to demand getting time on the ice. I mean... I think you could have made the decision to scratch Matt Dumba and give him a breather, and just put Goligoski on the third line with John Merrill, and give yourself an opportunity to have at the very least four lines worth of um, four lines worth of forwards out there. But the continuous shifting on, shifting off was a nightmare. The second goal alone that the Kraken scored was directly due in part to an entire line deciding to hop off the ice all at once without checking to make sure that there were other guys coming back on the ice. And that leads to a huge four-on-two opportunity for the Seattle Kraken and... You just hang Marc-Andre Fleury out to dry on that goal, and you have the, the power play goal in which uh, Wenneberg, did he headbutt it, did he not, right in front of the net. Weird goals, weird bounces, but it was the Seattle Kraken that took advantage. And you know the other point in this, too, is you're missing all your size, all your physicality. So Seattle able to just hit as much as they wanted, and there wasn't anything, you know, there wasn't anything particularly extracurricular about any of the hits that uh, that the Kraken were throwing out there tonight. They just were able to throw bodies at every puck battle without any fear of any retribution whatsoever. All those big defensemen, all those big forwards, they were just able to throw bodies around and move the wild off of pucks and take advantage of just some really, really sloppy play in the neutral zone, in the offensive zone. I mean, you go almost the entire first period without a shot. You go 11 minutes without a shot, hardly able to uh, sustain any sort of zone presence. Uh, And so – like I said, at the top of the show, super disappointing because Martin Jones, <laughs> he had the, the shot against Jewel Eriksson Eck that he basically just handed right back to him. Wild couldn't score. A couple of other really good opportunities. A couple of pucks that he just straight up didn't see, and the Wild couldn't take advantage of it. Um, it's – and some of the comments – after the game, um, was, was trying to keep an eye on those two uh, to try to kind of touch on them here uh, in this one. I saw the comment from Matt Boldy in which he said, you know, you're not going to have your best stuff. Um, you're not going to have your best stuff every night of the season. And yes, that is true, but the Wild didn't, they really didn't have anything out there in this one tonight. Yes, broad scope, one game. You're down four of your most physical players. But you got a lot of guys out there that were just taking up ice time and not doing... I think the notion that the Wild were going to be able to just hop into this one and figure it out I think that was pretty directly what led to the end result. You can't do that in the NHL this year, especially. You, you, you really can't do that any year, but this year especially. You can't just figure it out on the fly. Teams are doing too good a job of hanging around and taking advantage when a team doesn't have their stuff. So, it's frustrating. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to be figured out um, for this team over the course of the weekend. And so, you know, the, I guess, silver lining of the game is that nobody else got hurt. So, take that from it. Nobody else got hurt. But there's not a single thing from the rest of this game that is worth... um, keeping this is a flush this is a flush game and uh gonna have to do it in a hurry because those are some tricky games on the road as we'll uh, discuss here uh later on in the show but uh yeah just a tough one uh here this evening and so we'll uh we'll next take a look at who may be back because it sounds like a couple of guys are close And so uh, we'll take a look at the reinforcements that could be joining uh, for the Wild before the road trip as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wilds after this. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. They are your number one source for betting on the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, the World Series, college football, and college basketball. You name it, they've got it. You can find all the latest player developments, the biggest matchups in every sport, plus news, podcast, and in-depth analysis on every big game in every big sport. And as always, BetOnline.net remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and golf. So head over to their website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. You can find all that and more at BetOnline, where the game starts. Continuing today's episode of Locked On Wild, once again, thank you for making Locked On Wild your first listen each and every day. For your second listen, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest games, the biggest stories, all from our Locked On experts. You can find locked on sports today wherever you listen to your podcasts. It looks as though, based off of some of the tweets from uh, Joe Smith, that the wilds, the hierarchy of return for wild players looks to be this. So it sounds like uh, Jordan Greenway is practicing, could see him on Tuesday. So Greenway, top of the list, closest and most ready to return. As, uh, as Smith points out, he says, I would think Felino could be the one on the trip next week. Greenway is making progress, could see him in his next game. So hierarchy, Jordan Greenway, return imminent? Question mark? Marcus Fellino maybe going to make the trip which would mean that uh, he is getting close to being able to uh, being able to play. Brandon Duhame then next haven't really seen an update from him although uh, looked like he was at uh morning skate before the uh Kraken game last night. And then you've got Ryan Hartman on injured reserve. So getting Jordan Greenway back Would be big, but again, as we've seen, the grief line is not peak grief line without all of those three together. And so, yes, if we'd get Greenway back, you throw him with Jewel Erickson Eck, and um, I don't know, maybe you end up putting Mason Shaw with those two. Just trying to, because... I don't know. Tyson Jost, I know, has played with that line um, at points this season. But the last, uh, the last game in which he was with those two was arguably one of the worst of the season for that line. So I don't know if you go back to that route, um, if Greenway is able to come back. Maybe you try Mason Shaw, who can be physical, and uh, can kind of bounce off of the strengths of Erickson Eck and Greenway. I truly don't know, but I know getting him back would be a big lift for this team because as of right now, we saw it plenty well in uh, in the game against the Crack and the Wild. Just They don't have anybody that can be physical right now, and so teams that have the ability to do that to them are going to win that battle. And so this wild team, until they get some of those guys back, they're going to have to figure out a way. They're going to have to figure out a way to overcome that. You can't play that same style. You just can't. And I know what is being said by the coaching staff about, you know, we need guys to to get in there and win puck battles. Um things like that, and that's, that's absolutely accurate. But it's – you can't when you have players that are like just not the size of, say, Greenway or Felino when you don't have those guys, your lineup takes a hit. And so they're going to need to figure out some different ways in which – that's, I think, another reason why last night's game was a cr- critical one was trying to find something that you can take with you out on the road uh, for these next handful of games. We saw a little bit of it against Montreal and another slow start for the, uh, the Wild. And then they were able to kind of find something against the Canadians in the second and third period in that game. Didn't translate in this one. So... This Wild team's going to need to find something that works, and they're going to need to be able to build off of it until they can get back to some of the things that they like to do out there on the ice. They just they don't have the personnel to do it right now. Well, I think one of the other most interesting things about this start to the season is the Wild are now 2-4 and four at home, and they're... Worst games of the season by far have all come at XL Energy Center. The Wild lost a total of seven or eight games at home last season. It was one of the best home environments in the entirety of the NHL. And so how that could flip and now not be the case from one year to the next is a little bit of a head-scratcher. But maybe that will be something that can kind of get things going again is having three straight on the road against the uh, the Kings, the Ducks, and the Kraken again. Uh, because if the road can't get things figured out, the Wild then have seven of eight at home to close out the month of November and move into December. And you're going to have to start getting some wins at home, and I think it stems from Better starts at home. We saw another lackluster first period from this team after the one that they had uh, against Montreal. They had bad starts against the Rangers, against the Kings, against the Avalanche. So-so start against Vancouver. You got to get off to a better start. You have to give the home fans something to cheer about so that you're not getting a you're not getting one of those half-hearted cheers after recording your first shot of the first period 11 minutes in you have to give the home fans something to cheer about and so this is this is a big weekend you know we're not we're not trying to get too far ahead of ourselves it was one game against Seattle, but at the same time, it's another one that goes into that winnable category that uh, if you put a better effort out there, probably end up coming away with a win. So hopefully Greenway's able to come back, if not Tuesday, then at some point during the road trip. And after that, hopefully uh, the other guys follow suit relatively soon. So... We'll see. Um, we'll talk about what the wild have coming up on the road trip uh, for the next few days uh, as we continue today's episode of Locked on Wild. After this, if you've thought about securing your home with home security but have been putting it off, you'll want to take a listen. Right now, Locked on Wild listeners can order the number one rated Simply Safe Home Security System for 50% off. This is their biggest offer of the year, and you won't want to miss out. Whether you are a first-time home buyer trying to give yourself peace of mind by setting up the latest in home security, or a longtime homeowner trying to up your home security and give yourself that ease of somebody watching your back, Safe is able to do just that. In fact, SimpliSafe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. In an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use fast protect technology exclusively from SimpliSafe to capture critical evidence and verify that a threat is real so you can get priority police response. 24/7 professional monitoring service costs less than $1 a day, less than half the price of ADT's traditional professional installed system. So don't miss out on your chance to save big on the only security system I recommend. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl today. This is their biggest discount of the year, so don't delay. That's simplysafe.com/lockedonnhl. There's no safe, like simply safe. Final segment of today's episode of Lockdown Wild. Once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. And uh, for your second listen, make sure you check out the Lockdown NHL podcast to get the full lowdown on everything going on throughout the National Hockey League free and available wherever you listen to your podcasts. So, West Coast Road trip. At the LA Kings, at the Anaheim Ducks, and at the Seattle Kraken, go the Wild for their uh, next three games. And we'll talk more about these um, with Alex Micheletti on Monday. So just wanted to kind of broad strokes look at what uh, the Wild are dealing with here in this uh, portion of the season. You've got the... uh, LA Kings score a ton of goals, but they give up a ton of goals as well. They've already given up 49 goals in 13 games so far this season. So, like we saw in the first matchup between these two teams, you know, you'd know, hope it wouldn't be 7-6, but 5-3 or 6-5 five or 5-4 five is not out of the realm of possibility. But with as much offensive firepower as the Kings have the Wild are going to have to be on their game to not only get some opportunities themselves but to try to prevent the Kings from those dominant stretches of possession time that plagued the Wild against the Seattle Kraken and trying to prevent those dangerous line combos from taking over games so you can't just you can't just waltz in because you beat a team as many times as the wild have last year and previously to that you can't we've we've tried to instill this as i think the theme of the season you can't outscore your problems the wilds if they are going to be a team that competes for a playoff spot this year. They need to commit to all those other things that lead to scoring goals, and uh, that includes you know winning face-offs, keeping pucks alive in the offensive zone to sustain possession time, uh, battling for the puck, all those sorts of things on offense, and then on defense, everything that goes into that as well and the special teams units also. It can't just be a team that scores a bunch of goals. You got to be the entire package in order to come away with wins uh, this season. So, starts with the LA Kings, scoring a ton of goals. They're at 500, like the Minnesota Wild are. Uh, The Anaheim Ducks, they are not at 500. They give up a ton of goals, but again, you're talking about, like we saw with the Kraken, a young team that has some exciting players on the roster. You'll find no more exciting than Trevor Zegres and some of the other young players that the Ducks have. That could present some problems for the Minnesota Wilds against Anaheim. But again, they've got a leaky goaltender situation. Um... Themselves, and the tandem that the Kraken are going with, these all are winnable opportunities for this team if they are able to get back to playing that complete game as opposed to showing up and trying to kind of figure it out as you go. That is a microcosm, I think, for the worst stretches of play that we've seen from this team so far this year is just showing up and trying to figure it out come in with the plan execute the plan and work to make sure that the plan is a successful one as opposed to just saying well we're just gonna we're just gonna show up and we're just gonna we're going to give it everything that we've got. And if not, well, it just it didn't work out. No, don't do that. So, yes, a frustrating game because, as I alluded to, it was a very winnable game for the Wild here tonight. It is one game, but, you know, it's discouraging to see this kind of stuff happen. And so learn from it. Take the time over the weekend to get things figured out. And uh, let's go get it again on Tuesday night against the LA Kings. That will wrap it up for today's episode of Locked On Wild. So now that your first listen of the day is done, make sure you check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest games, the biggest stories, all presented to you by our Locked On experts. Locked On Sports Today is available wherever you listen to your podcasts, just like Locked On Wild. Make sure you follow on YouTube, hit the notifications button so you don't miss out on any of our new videos. Plus, make sure to check out yesterday's episode with Adam Beckman and Mitchell Chafee. I had a great time with those guys, so make sure to give that one a listen as well. And uh, make sure to keep it tuned right here as we keep you up to date with everything going on with the Minnesota Wild. With new episodes every Monday through Friday as part of the Locked on Sports Podcast Network.